you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel, where we have been talking to travel industry professionals in all different verticals of the industry as far as what's been happening over the past year and a half, what we can expect moving forward. And by the way, I'm so excited because today's guest is, uh, you know him first of all, but not only that, but I'm so honored and excited to, that I can call him my friend and I can legit call him my friend. Uh, so without further ado, Anthony Melchiori, he's a hospitality expert. You know him from every place, online, he's on TV. Anthony, welcome. How are you, my friend? Now I'm in my backyard. How are you? <laughs> no, I love that you're in your backyard. Are you kidding me? It's great. You're she, always she- everywhere. See, we're close friends because only my close friend can call me 20 minutes before uh, we're supposed to go live and say, uh, can you do me a favor and can you get on my podcast? And I said, absolutely. I only do that for my close friends. This, but this I, have to, I, have to annu- I have to make an announcement. Okay, what's that? I'm going to do a new podcast. You are? And I'm challenging your podcast. It's going to be say, say no to travel. <laughs> You're, oh, oh, okay. So you're in the travel and hospitality space, and you're going to be saying no to travel. No, I just want. I just want to like. You just want to challenge you. me? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're you're crazy. You're crazy. How are you, my friend? No, so great. And and you know, by the way, for everybody that is just tuning in, Anthony and I have known each other for several years. We actually connected on Instagram. And then we've connected multiple times in, in person. Yeah, uh, I, 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 th- I thought you would be a good person to do a show with, and it didn't materialize. But uh, I, as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, she, she'd be a good co-host. <laughs> I mean, you, I put up a little bit of a challenge when it comes to doing a, a, a plank competition, which for the record, Anthony has beaten me now. Well, you've definitely beaten me once. Right. I don't know if I'm and up I- for a redo. Well, I don't think you're in this 17-minute plank uh, arena, so I don't think you're. I don't think you should be challenging me anytime soon. No. Until you until you can do a 17-minute plank, because if you do a 17-minute plank, that means I got to go for a half hour. Oh gosh! By the way, when you texted me a couple weeks ago that you did a 17-minute plank, I was like, okay, this is like, it's not even in the same like ballpark. Like it's. And it was witnessed, and it was witnessed by my trainer. So I have. It was. Was, which is insane. So, okay, planking aside, because we could talk about all this stuff for, for days, um, would love for you to share just, you know, if you can, a little bit of your, your backstory within the hospitality industry. I know, obviously, so many people know you now from Hotel Impossible, from all the things that you are, are working on. But um, I don't know, just like a, a brief summary of your life in the hospitality industry. Well, I joined the Air Force to save my life. So I joined the Air Force because I was, you know, basically I grew up in Brooklyn. And, you know, let's just say I was grew up in challenging, challenging times and joined the Air Force, saved my life. Um, great leaders in the Air Force. And I always wanted to go in the hotel business. And people say, well, why do you want to go in the hotel business? Because there's nothing else to do. And my mother's boyfriend uh, said that uh, she he owned a little hotel in Florida that we used to go to from time to time. And I was like, I guess I will be in the hotel business. He never once told me about it. He never once even asked me to go be on the front desk. But people being police officers and firemen and lawyers and doctors, and I had no influence. So I said, I guess the hotel business. And then when I got out of the military, I, I was just like, I want to go in the hotel business because that's what I said to myself since I was a kid. Little did I know that the hotel business is perfect for people with ADHD and all kinds of other uh, these because I was really uh, I, I really have a, a tough time in a cubicle. So the mm-hmm. hotel business really um, allowed me to use all my personalities. 
Yeah. And and, and it's funny because my daughter now, who's uh, in the hotel business and working at a beautiful five-star hotel, uh, I'm starting to see her personality, which tends to be like mine, is kind of, it matches really well with the business. So I was fortunate enough to work at the Plaza, the Algonquin, the Lucerne, Mm -hmm. Nickelodeon, uh, and was general manager. And basically I turned around hotels uh, that people apparently couldn't turn around. So me and my teams turned them around and I became the fixer, so to speak. And one day I just decided I was going to do a hotel show because it's easy to get a hotel show. Yeah, so uh, easy. So easy. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knew me as the guy that could fix problems and um, built great teams. And one day I just said, I want to teach this industry to, um, you know, everyone. And yeah. not it's just not just get a key. It's a very complicated business. And, um, you know, like that, I got a TV show. Um and I was fortunate, great very place, fortunate, because right they're very, yeah, and I pushed really hard, but it took me about yeah. two years. Uh, I, I basically didn't do anything else for two years. And um, it, 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 it looked like it was simple, but it was very, it, it, it was challenging. But honestly, seeing it now from the inside, mm-hmm. how difficult it is to get a show, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. It's almost mm-hmm. literally, it's almost impossible. It's like, it's like trying to drive your car with no tires on It's You can do it. But it's yeah. gonna you're you're gonna burn out and it's gonna and it's gonna blow up eventually. But ten years, four different TV shows, uh, very fortunate. And uh, I hadn't want to be I didn't want to be back on TV for the last few years. And I just told my production team uh, we're getting back on TV, so we're working on different That's concepts. Awesome. I just, uh, so we'll get we'll get there. But it was never something I, I was talking about it on and off. But now it's something. It's like I'm getting back, and I uh, but I want to get back because I, I I think it's so important right now in employees. Yeah. and management and mm-hmm. when you think of employees you think of a line employee you think of a front desk agent yeah. but what's happening is these managers whether it be a general manager or a supervisor are getting crushed yeah. because they're they're high performers so the owners and and general managers are crushing them to get all the work done so mm-hmm. or vice presidents and asset managers so i think there's a real uh there's a real void there and a real need to bring that like to really kind of reimagine that level of manager so we're working on some things. Yeah, no, that's so exciting. And I, and I love that you're doing that because, so this actually was leading me to my kind of my, la- my next question. In this past year, we, all of us in the travel industry were forced to pivot and do different things. One of the main things that I could see certainly from, from the outside for you is you doubled down on your online community, which has been so amazing. But what are some different ways that you made changes over the past year and, and some of those wins that have happened um, yeah, you can say that you're like, okay, we uh, honestly, navigate it best we can. Honestly, you know, when, when it all happened, we were all like, I just hope everyone remembers the shock. Yeah. I hope everyone remembers the absolute, okay, we're going to zero and we're all going together. Whether yeah. you have money, whether you don't have money, whether you're poor, we're all going to zero and we all got to figure this out. No mm-hmm. one's getting a free ride here. And I hope everybody remembers that. So what I get from this is gratefulness. You know, I'm literally sitting uh, 20 feet away from um, my neighbor's house. And my neighbor didn't make it. He was 78 years old. He was like a a surrogate father to me. And uh, he died on April 14th of 2019. So he died. He was one of the first people to die of COVID. And so gratefulness is what I get from this because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're very fortunate to still, you know, that we, we, the people that are still here got out. So that's what I take out of it. And immediately um, from a business perspective and from kind of, like you said, what have I done to pivot 
was to uh, go right online with my partner, Glenn Hausman. And all of a sudden, our podcast became this online like presence yeah. uh, for everyone in the industry. We have 750,000 people watching the show a month. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy. It's become yeah. the biggest, uh, one of the biggest podcasts in the world uh, and definitely the biggest in hospitality um, and uh, outside of yours. And uh, it's just been, it's just been, it's just been really, I haven't realized it until I just went to the conference in California and Glenn was telling me about it, but I was in the conference at Alice and everyone coming up to me and go, I love your show. I love your show. I love your show. Now I think they're talking about my TV show. Cause that's all I, I've been, I haven't yeah. really been traveling to conventions, obviously because there wasn't any. And so when, and they all met my, my, my um, podcast. So it really became a touchstone for our industry. And that really, and everything you've done and like, like, like people like us, we, I didn't realize that it was important. I I know it was important for me. I did not realize it was a touchstone for the industry. So I would say I'm very grateful for that. And um, so we're going to continue to do it. Yeah, no, well, and you bring up such a great point with it because I I know similarly, it's like, okay, we're, we're all, in this situation together and it's interesting because part of what we ended up doing uh, was a little bit for ourselves like okay like how can we give back and then but it snowballed into this beautiful thing where you have developed a community on such a different level yeah yes you have like uh you know fans of like the tv show but this network it's a little bit different you know, and you were, you were able to help and touch people and give them inspiration and knowledge when that's what they needed the most. Yeah. yeah. So. You know what? Like you said, like we, we did it to give back. I, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't that selfless. I did it to save myself and then very, to give myself something to do every day yeah. because I went from 50 traveling to 50 countries, 48 States, you know, traveling a million miles and, and, and traveling all over the world for 10 years and then to zero. Mm-hmm. So I needed to, in order to keep my family together, I needed to keep my sanity together. And that one hour a day really was my selfless or selfish, I should yeah. say, uh, moment. And then it became uh, that touchstone. Then after a couple of weeks, a couple of months, it's like, oh, this is not for me. I'm doing this because I'm enjoying it. But, oh, my God, this has become much bigger, you know, uh, much, 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 much bigger. And it's not something that um i ever thought i would do and it's something that i I would it was never something it's even now it's not something like oh i want the biggest podcast and i want to yes it has nothing to do with that it has to do it's an hour a day it's bringing people together and it's and it's teaching the industry so Mm -hmm. and i and i promised my partner glenn no matter how busy we all get i will always do this podcast as long as he wants to do it and uh we do it on the road like today he's on the road and so we're yeah. not doing it. I said to him, uh, if you're not, you can do the show without me, but I'm never going to do the show without you. I'm never yeah. going to do it. If you're not on, I'm not doing it. Um, so as long as he does it, I will continue to do yeah. it. We're going to do it. We're going to do actually, I'm going to see you soon. We're going to do it in Dallas. Yes. So I'm looking forward to it. I know. I know. Well, it's, and it's great. I mean, honestly, the, the great, the byproduct of it is not only that, that you created this community, but then also really on a completely different level, keeping your finger on the pulse of things. So with that being said, I'm sure you've seen, I mean, you're talking to the people that are making the decisions in the industry on a daily basis. What sort of hospitality trends are you seeing that emerged from this last year that we can definitely expect moving forward? Well, well, I'll I'll just pick two. I'll pick one good one, okay, yeah. and one and one I'm concerned about. Okay, a trend uh, a, a trend that's good is that 
people appreciate travel more. And I think the people that work in travel, the people that travel, I think the appreciation and respect for travel, I think is going to be a trend that's going to be around for, for a long time. I think technology, uh, the incorporation of technology, we're always in the hotel industry, always three or four years behind everybody else. And then sometimes we implement technology that's not what we should be implementing. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting it right. I think we're going we're gonna to use technology at a level that is probably five to 10 years ahead of where we would have been if it wasn't for the pandemic. So whether it be checking in, whether it be texting, you know, a Forbes travel guide a couple of years ago, texting wasn't five star. Yeah. Now texting, not only is five star, it's like that's the only way you should ever talk to me is texting call me <laughs> yeah. or text me yeah and i think and i think you know that and, <laughs> and so when i'm traveling i want the same comfort i want people to text me so uh i think technology is definitely and i think the thing that we have to be concerned about in travel is we got to appreciate the people in the service industry we got to yes. appreciate the housekeepers we got to appreciate the front desk and if that means tipping if that means just saying thank you if that means being more understanding. Mm-hmm. I think that, like I said, that mid-level right now, the supervisors are getting crushed mm-hmm. and it's, that's going to go down to the, the line level. So yeah. I, I'm really, I have a real concern about um, making sure that people understand this is a fun industry uh, and yeah. you can really make your own way. I have a friend that I'm mentoring a, a, a young man and he just changed his uh, curriculum to now his degree to, to hospitality. I got him a job at the, in a hotel and he's making good money. And he, I go, why do you want to go in? The, why do you want to go into the hotels? He goes, because I realize I can travel all over the world to have a job. This is so, true. So, so, One so I think many perks. Oh, absolutely. Many, 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 many perks, I think. But, but you know what? The, the, but, but the price of admission mm-hmm. is hard work. Is hard work. 100%. Long hours, hard work. You have to, there's a bit of humility that you have to have as well, too. You have to be willing to roll up your sleeves and, and, you know, do whatever it takes to get the job done. Don't, and don't, and don't complain. I was just talking to my wife and I, I said, like, somebody said, somebody called and sick. My daughter's managing a coffee shop because somebody called and sick. And I turned to my wife, I go, Hmm. I've been in this business 86. You know me since 91. How many times have I called in sick? She goes, never. I go, I've never called in sick. Yeah. Have you ever called in sick? I, don't, I, I bet you've called in sick like three times. In your uh, life, if you- I, honestly, three times. And it was only in the latter, the very, very tail end of my career. And that was actually, I should even say, I probably called in sick twice. And, and because we had changed, the reason being is I was actually, I had management that um, made it okay to be sick. Prior to that, it was never okay to be sick. So I had actually come to work. My eyes were super swollen. Like I was very obviously sick. And they were like, get out of here. What are you doing? Like, it's okay. Yeah. So once we kind of like established a very different work environment and they were very extreme cases, I was like, it's not smart for me to come in because I'm contagious. Well, but, but see, the even time, the way you explain that, but see, even the, you, the way you explain that, you feel guilty about calling in. <laughs> yeah, oh, to- totally. But that's also the other element of it. It's like, I mean, for those of us that work in the hospitality industry, the show must go on. It is a 24-7 job. And so most of the time, let's just say I did get sick. I would call up a coworker and be like, I'm sick. I can't come in today. Let's switch. So they would come in and cover for me and I would just work a different day that week. Right, so yeah. I, I, I basically, the example I use is a relay race in the hospitality industry. 
the, the baton is in your hand. If if you if you drop the baton, it's your problem. You got to make sure that that baton is is firmly in the other person's hand because it's 24 7, 24 7, 24 7. And we have people's lives in our hands. So it's not yeah. a joke. And so so I, I've always taken it seriously since I got born into this business. And listen, I, I was thinking the other day, I was I was driving my daughter to work at her beautiful hotel in the city because I could, it was Sunday and I was like, I'll drive you in. So I drive her into work and I start getting teary eyed and she looks at me and she goes, now what are you crying about? I go, I just love my city. It's been so good to me. Oh. This industry and this city has been so good to me. She goes, but you're cry- you've taken this dri- drive a thousand times. I go, I will never, ever, ever be able to repay the city for what it's given me and this industry for what it's given me. So mm-hmm. every time I see the skyline of New York to this day, Times Square, I still get, I still get goosebumps. It's crazy that you say that because I actually feel the the same way about the West Coast, Los Angeles. Like I have these moments where, by the way, I actually joined you last week for your show and in the morning was in downtown LA, got to, got to chat with you on your show. And then later that day, I ended up doing a hike last minute and I'm on the Hollywood Hills and I'm looking and I can see downtown where, where I had been earlier that morning with you. I can see where I'd worked in the past. And I was like, gosh, I just get chills because you're just so grateful for the opportunities that this and the character that right. living in that city right. has been able to provide right. for you. Okay. Oh, I'm getting chills now. Just even talking about this. So um, just a couple quick things just before we wrap up. Um, obviously it's been a hard year for, for many people. And um, this is a broader question. So I'm sure you can focus on one, but if you had some advice to give those that are in the hospitality industry right now that are kind of hitting a wall again, cause maybe they're overworked, maybe they're exhausted. Um, any, any nuggets of advice to kind of help people have a little bit of hope as they, they push through? This is, this is what I do for myself, um, is I take a breath. Mm-hmm. And I, it could be, I haven't taken a vacation three years, but let's imagine I, 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 early in my career where I would, I would take a breath, I would take a week off, take my vacation. And I would think of when I get up in the morning, what makes me love, what makes me run to work? Mm-hmm. If those things aren't there, I change my environment. It could be yeah. changing my career. Or it could change my environment. Give you an example. I've worked for some really crappy people in my life, but mm-hmm. I've worked for some really great people. And thank God I worked for great people early in my career. So when I got the crappy people, I know what that looked like. Yeah. And so I would just say, okay, I need to change my environment. I'm not changing what I do for a living because I love it. But I am no longer going to work there. I am going to look for another job. I'm going to put my feelers out. I'm going to get my skills up. I, I may have to stay in this job and deal with this person for another year, but I'm going to get a skill level that I can then go and do something else. I'm going to get promoted, even with this person I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so I would take control of my career mm-hmm. and I would go find an environment that's conducive to the way I need to work. Yeah. And the way I need to work is you give me all the stress in the world and get out of my way. Okay. Yeah. If you tell me how to, if you tell me, matter of fact, to-do list, or if it's like somebody gives me homework, I'm allergic to homework. You give me a homework. I won't do it. You know, it's true. Like even in my partnerships, I work with people and they're like, well, we need you to do that. We need you to do that. I said, no, 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 we're not doing that. No, no, no. You're no. going to, this is, this is what we're going to do. This is what I said I'm going to do. And then you're going to leave me alone. And if I don't yeah. do it, I'll give you your money back. Yeah. And so, so I am very much a person that just give me everything you want me to do and get out of my way. So I would choose the environments I'm comfortable in yeah. and people say, well, you're, you're fortunate enough to be able to do that. No, no, I'm talking early in my career. Yeah. 
you know, and I probably talked to you about it, where a couple of times I told my after I got a job and handed my resume, that was my way of telling them to go bye bye yeah. when they wanted me to stay and they reoffered me. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm leaving, whatever. So we have to just like you can't change a toxic work environment yeah. unless you're the owner or you're, you know, you, you have the power to do that. So I always tell mid-level managers or even general managers, like, if you can't change that, then you need to change the environment by mm-hmm. leaving. So that, that's the, that, that's what that I do. And also um, live in gratefulness, man, live that you even have a job, live that you, you have two feet, live that you're allowed to get up in the morning and breathe, live like every moment uh, I live, I live in gratefulness because I could live, I can die tomorrow and we all can, and we can have a pandemic tomorrow. And yeah. so, so, so those are the two things, change your environment. If it's not conducive to what you like and, uh, and, um, you know, be grateful. I think grateful. I'm grateful yeah. that I, I'm grateful that car horn stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear it? Did you hear the? Did you did, did you hear it? I could barely hear it. I could barely hear okay. it. But I think it we'll stopped. be able to hear it. it <laughs> that play mark. But um, no, this is amazing, and it's it's all it's all great uh, great advice. So just to to wrap things up, any exciting things that you are working on um, that you can share that um, we should keep our eyes peeled for it's a, in the it's, future. It's a, it's interesting you say that. I am at a cold stop right now. I'm at a cold stop, and I'm working on lots of things. Yeah. But I'm 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 reevaluating Smart. my priorities. Yeah. And so right now, although it's going a million miles an hour, I'm a cold stop in talking about anything right now because I'm about to switch some fries. I just told you I haven't had the need or want to go on a TV show in a long mm-hmm. time. Um, and all of a sudden I have the desire to, I think, I, I think it's the first time in my 56 years on this earth that I think I have something to say that's important, that I have a perspective that I think will help. Mm-hmm. And so until I felt that I wasn't interested because yeah. listen, you know, you know, I mean, the TV business, yeah, I mean, yeah, unless I sure. can do and listen, I got really fortunate because I was able to work within the environment my way mm-hmm. and I got everything I wanted out of it. It was hard, but it was everything I wanted to get back in. It's got to be my way or I'm not doing it again. Yeah. Well, that's fair. But what I love, by the way, that you just said that you are at this point of this full stop and you're reevaluating because I think all too often, you know, for people outside looking in, oh, he knows the trajectory. It's happening. It's th- this is what's going on, and I think it's really important that it, all of us, whatever level we're at, wherever we are in our lives, that we get to these points where we do need to stop and reevaluate. So I love that you were just so forthcoming with that. Yeah, yeah. It's human. And, and personally, it's I have to have myself a mental health check. Saying I just went through. Forget about what everybody. Everybody went through it, right? So yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. like. I, I've been so focused on everybody else being going through it that I'm like, oh, I also went through it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I also got my family through it. I got, you know, my business through it. I got, oh, so how am I doing? I don't know, Anthony. Why don't you take a full stop and figure it out? Right. So I'm at a point where it's like I just need to appreciate me and appreciate the gratefulness that I feel every day. And yeah. If there's one ounce that's on my schedule that I don't want to do, it's done. It's yeah. gone. And I haven't figured yeah. that out yet because because I, I kind of enjoy everything. So I got to make yeah. sure that uh, I take my five priorities and make them three. 
because you can like as as Randy Zuckerberg once said with her book, you can only do three things well. Yep. Yep. No, it's so true. But talking and, and about I, talking about books, talking about books. Yeah, talking about books. I know my book is going to be coming out shortly. I'm literally waiting for them to send me everything so I can get a date. So I have a feeling the date is actually going to be at some point in August. So fingers crossed. You wrote the foreword so graciously, gave me your time for that. So um, I'm excited to get it out there because there's so many golden nuggets in it. But um, you, you, you know, I you know, I've never given you advice because you don't need any. When your book comes out, I am going to be a pain in your butt because I'm going to shop that thing like it's my own. Because I really think people, I think people really need to to hear it and see it oh and God. feel it. And it's it's, it's everything. Like when I called you, and I, I know you don't like talking about it until it's out, but when I called you, it's like everything that I think of is in that book. Like, but I think of unconsciously, yeah. and I don't know how to put that in a book. You put everything that I do for a living in a book, and it's the first time I've seen it. And it's an easy book to read. It's not an eight hundred pound, uh, uh, pound book, no. and uh, I, I just can't wait till it comes out. I really can't. No, I know. I, I can't wait to either because it's going to be. It'll be really exciting. So and you just being so supportive in that way, like, I means the world. It means the world. So, um, my gosh, Anthony, with that, with that, thank you so much for joining me today. And yes, for the record, I did text him like two hours ago to be like, hey, you want to join me on this podcast? So that just goes to show you the friendship runs deep. I love it. I, I appreciate it so much. Um, but we'll be sure to share all the details on where, where can people connect with you, by the way? Uh, at Anthony Hotels, everywhere you want to be on the internet. Love that. Nice and simple. And I, I- and uh, with the help of my friend, Sarah, I'm going to be on today's show next week. So Monday at 10 o'clock, I'll be on today's show. That's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, we'll definitely make sure that all the details are shared there. Be sure to find and follow Anthony online. He's doing so many incredible things and stay posted to see what else he might be doing maybe in the TV world. We'll see. Fingers crossed. But um, Anthony, thank you so much for joining. So appreciate it. And uh, for everybody that's tuning in, thank you as well. And don't forget to say yes to travel.